Welcome to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know on what's happening in Orange, Lake, Osceola, and Seminole counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and homebrew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, or make wine. Visit www.cfhb.org. Now, here's your host, Mike Kara. Well, welcome back to our next edition of the the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara. That's right. It's been been a while since we've been here at Front Row Sports Bar and Grill, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Ocoee, Florida. As uh, this year we are celebrating 15 years of Mike Kara podcast, so we're very excited about that. And we're also excited about our guest is Mr. Kyle Becker, who is uh, running for mayor of the great city of Apopka. And currently he is the uh, commissioner of seat four and Kyle it is so great that you could uh, be here and just a really quick here try to condense this Mm -hmm. a few a little things here we want to let everyone know as you've agreed upon that we've also invited your opponent mayor Brian Nelson as well we haven't heard from him but you never know but he's always welcome you know to express his views and you know his ideas for the city just as as you are and uh, also uh you know, the, this show, like like I said, is just to bring you about, uh, y- you know, your local leaders and, uh, you know, who is, uh, you know, running and who's out there and, you know, l- l- let you have a say in, and who you elect as your uh, local leaders. And uh, another thing also, you know, we all love the, the Mayor Brian Nelson, you know, I'm and he's done a lot for the city, but we'll just say we'll be making a few critiques here and, and there just as if, you know, Know, we were talking to uh, Mayor Nelson about you, and we want to keep this fair, but uh, that didn't take as long as we thought. So, uh, Kyle, let's talk a little, first of all, a little bit about your background and, you know, your involvement in the city of Apopka. Sure. And thanks for having me, Mike. Um, you know, it's very important for um, the electorate within the city of Apopka to understand fully who the candidates are and, and what they're all about so they can make a most informed decision. So I appreciate the invite for here today and, and allowing me to speak to your audience. Um, my background, uh, I was born and raised right here in Central Florida. Uh, I grew up in Altamont Springs, and my wife Kelly and I moved to the city of Apopka about 15 years ago. Uh, we have three beautiful daughters, uh, Madeline, Emily, and Lucy, uh, and really love the city of Apopka. Um, my service to the city, I've been on city council now for six years, um, over two terms. So I'm on my second term now, uh, fulfilling um, my service to the city through uh, seat four uh, for the Apopka City Council. So um, when I'm not doing uh, city work, uh, I've worked in the last 20 years in the corporate world. Uh, primarily in the software technology, banking technology uh, industry. Um, in the last six years, I've been in executive level positions where I've managed large budgets and I've managed large teams. So I feel like I've, I've got the uh, professional experience to be able to be the strong mayor in, in the city of Apopka. Okay, Kyle. So let's talk a little bit about you know some some of your your ideas and your platforms. And one big thing <laughs> is economic development, which is you know getting a new new businesses and you know get, get getting you know new re- revenue into to the city. And I, I know respectfully some people feel in Apopka that you know there could be more businesses, there could be more you know economic development, and that's kind of what you're you're mm-hmm. you're promoting here. Huh? Oh, exactly. I mean. 
I ran six years ago on the idea of making Apopka a destination for our residents first, meaning, you know, the city of Apopka has historically been a bedroom community. Uh, we've got a lot of residential, a lot of houses that single family homes that people come home to. And, you know, in the morning they leave our city to go to work and they rinse and repeat. What I've heard time and again is people want more quality of life amenities within the city of Apopka itself. And when I say quality of life amenities, I mean sit-down restaurants, entertainment options, places for them to go and shop and congregate uh, in the city of Apopka itself. Uh, too often, our, our population goes to our neighboring cities like Winter Garden, uh, Mount Dora, Altamont Springs, Sanford, here in Ocoee um, as well. And the things that those cities are doing well is that they're doing proper investments within their economic development programs because part of it is attracting new business to your city, but also it's creating an environment for which the businesses businesses that are there can thrive um, and they can succeed long term. So um, what we're trying to do is foster an environment where it's a win for our residents as well as the business community at large. Um, my opponent uh, feels like he does that job himself. Um, but these other cities that do it well um, have proven that you have to have someone that's directly tasked with that job and be proactive about branding our city and going out and seeking these types of uh, establishments. So, I mean, for you, having like a, a theme park, I mean, if you felt that the resident, it could benefit the residents, but what you're trying to focus is on the residents first, you know, the community first. So, I mean, if there was a need for another Disney World, that's something you'd be interested well, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to go from zero to Disney World overnight. Um, but certainly there's there's attractions that cause uh, people to come to the city of Apopka. Right. Um, we've got a lot of natural uh, interests, natural environment interests within the city. We've got the wildlife drive around Lake Apopka. We've got Kelly Park and Rock Springs. So people come to our city, uh, but after they're done, you know, recreating or going to these natural elements, it's all about, okay, what else can we do while we're in that city? Um, so it's just creating a lively, vibrant environment for people to, to enjoy Apopka. And one thing that I saw here, uh, Kyle, that I really like is about the beautification is, is to, to try to create, you know, that, that, you know, very, you know, green, very, you know, for, you know, eco-friendly, you know, c community so we can enjoy the parks. Because if you don't have a, a good park, if you, if the community, you know, doesn't bring morale through, it's, you know, beauty. <laughs> That's an it, issue. It, yeah, I mean, it, it's and I use this term a bunch because it resonates with people, is, is you eat with your eyes first, meaning things have to look good in order for you to buy in that it's some place that you want to go to or spend time in. Um, think about when you sell your house. Um, you, you clean it nice. You put some fresh paint on it. You want it to make it look the best possible because that's how you sell it. Um, same thing with the city. If you have right, rights of way over your roadways that aren't being properly maintained or landscaped, you know, people remember those things as they're driving through our city. So we want to make sure that we have the best-looking city possible for our residents as well as those people that visit our city. Oh, and now, yeah, we talk about uh, leadership here. And uh, so how do you, you know, go about that? Again, we, you know, we love Mayor Nelson, but obviously you have, you know, a unique direction that you'd like to take. I mean, there's there different things or different specifics that, that you you. you could go about sure. doing yeah and and i would argue that currently right now if you if you queried uh city staff the, the morale is an issue right now 
Um, like I said in the debates recently, 40% of our workforce had contemplated unionization over the last year, year and a half. 20% of them did. The fire department unionized under his leadership. And you see, you, my leadership style is highly collaborative. I want to coach and I want to mentor, but I want to hear the, the feedback and people that are actually in the trenches doing the work. Um, we've got a whole bunch of subject matter experts across public services, our police and fire. Um, all of our departments have people that have uh, the skill set in order which for us to succeed. I want to be able to lift those up and make sure that we have a highly collaborative environment in City Hall. Um, but I've, like I've said, I've managed people for the last seven years. Um, I know how to build teams. I know how to coach people up um, to, for us to all accomplish the same goal. Um, and that's to make Apopka the best place possible and live up to our full potential. So, you know, we, we were talking about, uh, you know, leadership and, you know, I mean, as far as, you know, what it, it, it takes to, you know, actually run a city, you've, I mean, you're right now the commissioner, so pretty much you're in, you know, you're not just coming from this, you know, you know out from out the outfield, you, sure. you actually see inside, so you have an inside perspective of what's going on with within the city yeah i mean as a commissioner i've i've fully immersed myself into all aspects of the job um because i'm very detail oriented i get into the weeds of things because i want to make sure that we're doing things properly um the best example most recently was when we were revising our land development code that's a 900 page document that basically gives the blueprint of how developers when they come into our city have to you know develop an art the aesthetic that we want for the city of apopka I'm highly versed in that language. We're about to do, redo our comprehensive plan and make updates there. And if you think about the comprehensive plan, that's the constitution of our city. It's the most important document in which, you know, how does our city want to move forward and look like 20, 30 years from now? Um, so I've got a lot of experience. Uh, I've taken a, a great deal of pride in the work that I've done um, as commissioner, and I'll definitely bring that forward as, as the next mayor. And you mentioned about, you know, your experience with your job and, you know, di the digital world and the technical world. I mean, is that something you feel that you could apply as mayor? I mean, I don't know how technologically advanced Apopka is, but I mean, do you think you could bring those skills to it? Yeah, well, and it's twofold. Obviously, you want to go with the times in terms of innovation, digital innovation and having better access to technology. But take a step back away from just the technology aspect of it. It's about the framework that I use in the corporate world. You know, taking ideas, vetting those ideas with analysis, making actionable items out of those ideas, and really designing something that makes a popka look and set us ourselves apart um, and having something that's very innovative from a residential point of view. So it's, you know, I can apply frameworks there, but obviously too, we want to build in automation. We want to build in digital offerings to make sure that we have the most efficient form of government for our residents. Because ultimately, you know, efficient government is going to provide a better service level for our residents and, and businesses. So, I mean, right now is like bills can be paid online. I mean, how it, it tech, I mean, as far as, you know, when I hear, uh, you know, t digital things and technology, I think, you know, convenience that I mean, is it do you want or, or is a pop could get to a point where everything is digital? You can pay all your bills online or well, and convenience is the key there. Right. Um, so uh, case in point, I myself pay my water bill online. But I have to, you know, click the button two or three times to get to the place where I actually input my, my payment information. And I have to manually do that every month. So, yeah, we should explore convenience in terms of, just to use that as the example, recurring payments that auto-deduct out of my account. I mean, something, something as basic as that. 
provides a lot of convenience because if someone chooses to make that form of payment in that manner, it's a very convenient option. But really apply that same principle across all areas within our city. Oh, so... um I mean, for you, uh, Kyle, is there certain issues? I mean, have you had a chance to get around in the community? I mean, there, is there certain issues that they say, Kyle, you know, you really need to address that? You really, really need to address this? Or? Well, certainly. I mean, obviously, uh, canvassing over the course of three campaigns now, you hear that at the door. Um, you hear it through social media. You hear it directly at City Hall. I hear it through my emails on my city account. So there's multiple channels by which people kind of funnel up ideas. Um, but we still have, you know, my platform is based off of that feedback. I mean, people are still, uh, I'll use the pun, hungry for restaurants in the city of Apopka. Sit-down restaurants where people can have experiences in and of themselves in a restaurant environment. Um, beautification, uh, leadership. I mean, case in point, our workforce went without an HR director for almost an entire year. I mean, if we think about that, if your listeners think about their jobs, the companies that they work for, having no HR director in place for almost an entire year puts your entire organization at risk because people have to feel that they've got chain of command for which to bubble up issues, make sure that they have the best work environment possible. So, you know, all of these things are either derived from direct resident feedback employee feedback that are currently employed within the city or my own personal beliefs about how we make our city better. And one thing I wanted to ask you, you know, about, you know, getting new businesses, you know, there's Gordon Ramsay or John Taffer, and they will go to the city and they'll meet with the mayor and they'll say, you know, what can you do for me? What what could we negotiate on so this is beneficial? I mean, if you're elected mayor, is that something that kind of appeals to you that you could go to go to these particular business owners and say, well, let's talk about this? Well, and that's that's always the case because you never want to squash down an idea before you even talk about it. Um you always want some sort of compelling or, in, at times, maybe even provocative ways of how you want to do that business. During my time on council, we've only had one instance where we've done a kind of a what someone would call incentive uh, for a company. That was Corvo because uh, they were contemplating taking their shop out of, or out of Apopka up to the Carolinas. And so what they wanted to do is expand their business um, and, and have a bigger presence within Apopka. And so we incentivized them to do so. And using that incentivize incentivization, uh, if that's the word I'm looking for, um, they expanded their operation here as well as committed to, I think, putting over $185,000 jobs on the books for that incentive. Um, So, you know, you have to think about those things. And if it's beneficial for our residents, it's absolutely something I want to get done for the city. Okay, uh, Kyle, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back. My guest today is Kyle Becker, who is running for mayor for the great city of Apopka, Florida. He is also commissioner for Apopka Seat 4. You are listening to uh, the Central Florida Buzz with uh, Mike Carey here at Front Row Sports Bar and Grill, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Ocoee, Florida. And please stay with us for our next segment of this edition of our program today. Well, welcome back to our next segment of this edition of uh, the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Carey here at Front Row Sports Bar and Grill, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Ocoee, Florida. With me today is Kyle Becker, who is running for Apopka Mayor, uh, the the great city of Apopka. He is currently the commissioner of seat four of Apopka, Florida. And uh, Kyle, we've been talking uh, about your platform and a lot of your ideas. And now we get to tell the story of 
how this all kind of got started. And, uh, you know, so basically, as you know, my dad is a member of the VFW, mm-hmm. and, you know, he hears things. And basically, members of the Apopka, uh, Altamont Springs VFW, were talking, you know, about, you know, the mayor and the local leaders. And they were saying, you know, they wanted somebody that, you know, was looking out more for the future. They didn't feel that the current mayor, you know, was wanting to grow the city, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of growth Mm -hmm. and helping. And so basically the, the consensus was, well, Mayor Nelson supports veterans. He helps veterans, so hold your nose and just vote for him. And I said, wait a minute, that's not fair to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just, you know, you were just at the pancake breakfast and all of that. So what? I'm all leading into is how, you know, you're going to be active with service organizations. You're already at the pancake breakfast. You will be there. You will Mm -hmm. support veterans. So, I mean, this idea that, oh, we've got to make sure, you know, uh, the the current guy's in there so that you can support veterans. You know, you're going to do that, Mm -hmm. too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you look at the veteran population, Orange County has over 70,000 veterans in Orange County alone. Um, So, it's a and it's a it's a growing population, and historically, I mean, during my time on council, uh, we've had a good partnership with the VFW. They've had the location there at the Apopka Community Center, um, an amazing uh, organization, amazing museum that they have there at the VFW, um, and I want to be highly supportive of, of their efforts on a go forward basis. Um, you know, if if we stay static on things, we're we're declining. We have to be. You open the question, I'll be forward, kind of forward looking. What's what's next? You know, visionary. Um, and, you know, I've heard from younger veterans that are trying to do more within the city of Apopka that may, you know, they may feel uncomfortable maybe going to the VFW. So how do we bridge that gap? How do we get more people into that organization that need services or want that fellowship that the VFW provides? Um, I'm all for it. Uh, you know, I had committed to some veteran groups that I would have a veterans advisory uh, uh, council uh, within City Hall to make sure that we're trying to identify those veterans that need services or want to be part of organizations like the VFW, um, just to make sure that we can always connect those dots. Uh, but I, I value the membership um, and, and what they're trying to do. So um, I'm not a, a service member or veteran myself, but I have a full appreciation uh, for the veteran population within the city of Popka. And we understand, Kyle, that you've actually, you know, worked with, with, with veterans through, through your, 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 your career and you, you, you've worked with other service organizations. So, mm-hmm. so you, you've got knowledge and you've got experience, you know, working in soup kitchen, kitchens, working with different oh, organizations. Yeah, I mean, it was, and it started in college. Um, the school that I graduated from, Tusculum, which is now Tusculum University, it was Tusculum College at the time, but they were a civic arts school. Um, and what that means is they, they really uh, valued the civic duties that we as, as residents provide. Um, part of that curriculum was called service immersion, where we went up to Johnson City, would work in soup kitchens, would work in um, uh, veterans uh, assistance clinics, things like that. And absolutely, I mean, you see it firsthand, the challenges that people have, and you want to make sure that you get them in, in touch with the right organizations for which them to, that can help them the best. Um, but yeah, I mean, my service across Apopka is there's so many good service organizations in Apopka, whether they're faith-based service organizations, other nonprofits. There's a wide variety of those within Apopka that I help uh, that I help serve on. 
And now, Kyle, to get serious here, and just to be transparent, we did discuss this uh, question bef- beforehand. You know, we, we want to be honest, and that is the uh, homeless population in Apopka. You know, there's several uh, homeless uh, uh, people that, that actually live right outside the VFW mm-hmm. yeah, right. Hall. So my question is, is there something that we can do? I mean, first of all, does Apopka have shelters? I mean, is, is, is there ideas that we could, you know, get them back on? their feet not just get it out of their hair but to you know actually help them and make you know and give them the tools they need i mean the key word there is transition i, I think that's the word that we're looking for we want to transition them out of their, their current situation into an, a situation where they can get back on their feet and go and, and kind of resume a normal course of life right um but there there's a lot of organizations within the city of apopka that do address homeless needs um, but I think the biggest gap is the whole transa- transition aspect of that conversation. Um, and to tie it into the veteran population, I mean, 10 to 20 percent of the homeless population are, are veterans um, and probably even more than that in certain circumstances. Um, you know, I, I want to invest time and energy and resources into places that are doing it well. Um, I had a chance uh, last year to visit Matthew's Hope, which is an organization based out of Winter Garden, but they also do satellite services within the city of Apopka. They do a very good job of identifying the homeless population, um, making sure that they know who those people are, uh, providing them with toiletries, services, showers, food at their location, Winter Garden. And then as they work through the system there in Winter Garden, they provide them with transitional housing so that they can start to get out of these homelessness uh, situations. And so really sinking resources into companies that are in organizations that are doing it right already is where I want to place that emphasis. Um, Matthew's Hope has talked about expanding further within the city of Apopka area. And you know, it doesn't have to be necessarily Matthew's Hope, but organizations like that, um, I think, would be a good thing. And I understand that uh, tomorrow, Kyle, that the VFW is going to be having a, a job fair for home, excuse me, for veterans and their families. Mm-hmm. And I mean, is that something that that, you know, you'd like to work on it as mayor is to help these, you know, these veterans, especially the ones that are, you know, are coming back. that are like 23, 24 years old. And it's like, you know, can my city, you know, just give me a helping hand, not necessarily a handout, but, you know, a, you know, something to, to yeah. push you forward. Well, I mean, and, and it's a worthy effort um, for tomorrow. That job fair is worthy. And the unique situation of where we stand right now is the employers are desperate for workers. Right. Um, it's it's a workers market for sure. I mean, there's opportunity all around, and it's again, it's about doing that match, matchmaking process where you have qualified candidates and you're you're connecting them to employers that can utilize their service. And so that's what an event like tomorrow stands to achieve, and that's critical because. You know, you could spend hours on end going through an HR department and trying to look through resumes and things like that. What you need to do is make the human connection between people, understanding the talents of one individual and connecting them with employers that are looking for their services. So absolutely. So, you know, we are talking about service organizations, Kyle, and the, the city of Apopka. And, there, you know, there, there is a, a lot of them. I mean, do you, as, as, as mayor, you know, when you, when, if you get in there, do you want to be able to come, go and talk to some of these, you know, presidents and some of these members and, you know, come to meetings and at least let them know that, you know, they're, that you're there if they need you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, 
and, and not to make an excuse about time constraints, but you know, right now in my role as commissioner, it's a part-time position. I have a full-time job during the day, um, as well as a family. So, you know, my service as a commissioner is going to differ greatly from my service as mayor. As my service as mayor, it's, that's my full-time job. That's my full-time focus. And I certainly have that commitment. My commitment during my time as commissioner, I've been highly responsive on whomever wants to reach out to me and, and it requires my time. And I also volunteer that time wherever I can. Um, but as you know, I, I even had a, a conversation with uh, a, a woman this morning talking about youth services within the city of Apopka. So there's a great there's great need within Apopka, and it's devoting the time and you know mental horsepower to go through and, and get through those those issues and make sure that you have the right outcomes for them. But yes, fully committed. Oh yeah. Well, that's it. So, so just to be clear, then you said you're going to be a, a full time mayor. So, I mean, that would be your full time job. Then, yeah. Or? So, the city of Apopka is unique in the sense that we're a strong mayor form of government. Okay. You know, there's the only other city in Orange County that's like that is is the city of Orlando. Um, so, if you look at the Coe's Winter Gardens, those are city uh, council and manager, city manager types of government. So, in the city of Apopka, we're unique in the sense that we're strong mayor. It is a full time job. The buck stops with me. I'm accountable for our entire workforce, and I, and I value that accountability. It actually excites me to have that level of challenge. Oh, so and now another subject we didn't we didn't necessarily go over this one, but we'll give it a go. And that is about funding of of, of police officers. You know, because we're you know we're hearing all about defund the police, and you know, especially the Popka, they're real, they're really. I'll just say they're really they're really great. I mean, I think the the cops are great in a Popka. They're, they're always supportive, and they're all they're always there. And so, I mean, as as mayor, then you want to be able to support them as well. Oh, I highly, um, you know, I, I got the endorsement of our fire union simply for that fact, because I think that the way that the growth trajectory is within the city of Apopka, we're not staying up in terms of staffing right. and funding of those departments commiserate to the, the growing nature of our city. Um, you know, our current mayor wanted to rely on grant funding to fund those positions this last budget season. They didn't get funded. Um, and so we had to go into reserves to pay for that, those, those positions that are of critical need. But yet, you know, we should, our posture should be we're looking at grant funding for two to three year out needs, not stuff that's prevalent now. And, you know, police funding, for example, you have to look at the makeup of the city of Apopka, too, to understand how you need to staff your department. A lot of a lot of police agencies will look at per capita, meaning you've got to have two point something officers per thousand residents. But when you look at the city of Apopka, too, our land size presents another area of need because we are so large geographically. We've got 35 square miles. And so you also want to be able to staff your department that way if an officer is responding to the north side of our city where it's less populated but yet geographically far, you want to make sure that they have the coverage that they need and if a situation were to occur. Um, And that helps the officer. It helps the person that they're responding to to make sure that they follow our policies by the book. Um, but I certainly want to staff our first responder departments adequately. Oh, so so yeah, and, and especially the the fire department too. You know, I I know that they you know have been wonderful in, in Apopka, and uh, so that so that's it. You want to be able to to give you know first responders the the, the tools that they they need. Then, well, of course. I mean, I think and first respond when first responders go to a call. You know, you and I maybe not be able to appreciate that. Um, 
but I've done ride-alongs with our police officers, and when they arrive on scene, you never know what you're going to encounter. But if you feel like you've got the safety of backup or the safety of other people with you, it's beneficial for them as the officer as well as the person that they're, they're arriving on scene to treat. In case of our fire department, yeah, we staff our fire department today to, to keep our ISO 1 status, but we only put two people on an engine apparatus. And so it's be- well below what the uh, fire safety standards are. Um, and it's something that we need to staff up because, again, it keeps our own employees safe as well as the safety of our residents that they're responding to. Okay, uh, Kyle, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back for a very last segment. My guest today is Kyle Becker, who is running for mayor of Apopka, Florida. He is currently the commissioner of Apopka, Florida, seat four. And uh, you are listening to uh, the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara here at Front Row Sports Bar and Grill, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Ocoee, Florida. And please stay with us for a very last segment of this edition of our program today. Well, welcome back to our very last segment of uh, this edition of the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara, as always, probably broadcasting from uh, beautiful uh, Front Row Sports Bar and Grill, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful uh, Ocoee, Florida. And uh, with me today is Kyle Becker, who is running for Apopka Mayor for the city of Apopka, Florida. Kyle is currently uh, the commissioner of... uh, seat four and uh, Kyle uh, we were just talking a little bit off uh, the air about how I live on the borderline of uh, Ocoee and uh, Apopka right on McCormick Road and now I wanted to ask you a question since I have you here about there's some commercial property across the street and if if that is a popka, you know, because that would definitely affect residents in Ocoee. Because if you build a mall, I mean, I would like like some more mm. business. I mean, uh, it, you, would you have any plans of building <laughs> any businesses for us? Yeah, I mean, well, I don't know about specifically where you're at, but you know, obviously, you have to know the impacts of any any development that you're going to do, right? right. And that's in, in the spirit of what the future land use is for a piece of property, or what the zoning classification is with every piece of land that's in the city. So, you know, obviously, every land that you, every piece of property that you look like look at has an entitlement on it, meaning the future land use classification and the zoning classification. If it's zoned commercial, then, okay, the likelihood of you having some sort of commercial element there is likely. Um, if it's zoned residential, you know, likewise as well. So, But, you know, when you're doing planning, you always want to factor in the impacts around um, existing residents within that particular area. Uh, when we look at new residential communities, we want to make sure that if it's abutting an existing community, that those residents know about it. Um, and, you know, you have the least amount of impact of that new development to existing property owners. Okay, Kyle. So now we want to talk a little bit about the election. Mm-hmm. It is coming up Tuesday, March 8th. And now there are two candidates that are running for mayor. Then. Correct. Yep. So March 8th is election day in the city of Apopka. Um, and it's helpful for Apopka voters to note that the polling location is different than a, a traditional uh, general election. So there's only two municipal precincts in the city of Apopka. One's at the VFW uh, Apopka Community Center uh, in downtown. And then the other uh, polling location is up at the 
uh, recreation administrative offices up at Northwest Rec uh, Complex. Um, early voting is taking place actually in the city of Apopka, uh, March 1st through the 6th, every day at the VFW there in Apopka, and those are from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. each one of those days. So, um, And then, of course, vote-by-mail ballots have already been mailed out. So really, there's there's no excuse why voters in Apopka shouldn't cast their vote, and they should. Um, typically, in the city of Apopka, we only have... 20% turnout uh, of our registered electorate. So, you know, people really need to get out and vote and stress an interest in what, who they want to lead our city going forward. And now the question, Kyle, uh, how, how is it uh, looking for you? I mean, are you you pretty uh, uh, co- confident? Or? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of at a local, hyper-local level like this. It's hard to do polling, um, you know, scientific polling. You know, what I do look like look at is candidates have access to the uh, volume of vote by mail ballots that are being returned. Uh, Certainly we can't see who people vote for, but you can see how many votes are cast and things like that. And, you know, based off the volume we're seeing thus far, we have an interested electorate Um, out on the campaign trail when I'm canvassing neighborhoods. The message that I put forth is well received. um, And I've thought that I've performed well in the two debates that we've had from a mayoral debate perspective. So I think things are trending in the right direction. Um, And and the campaign team and campaign messages, it's it's being well received. So, I mean, also with this election, is there other uh, other positions be be running? Or yeah, so in my specific case, um, I was the current seat member of seat four, and so I had to what they call resign to run. So I'm I had to future date my resignation to April 26th, with this, which is the swearing in date, and so my seat is up for a special election. So seat four is up as well as seat four. So on your municipal ballot, you're going to have three uh, campaigns or uh, contests to consider. So the mayor, seat two, and then seat four. Oh, did we, we talk? I, we may have mentioned about uh, mail-in ballots. So, I mean, it's a situation where you can pretty much get a, a ballot for a, any reason? or Yeah, I think the uh, I would encourage your audience to go to ocfelections.com to see the, the final dates. Um, we may be past the deadline to request a ballot, um, but you can certainly turn in that ballot all the way up until Election Day. Um, but in the city of Apopka itself, over 7,500 um, ballots have been sent out vote by mail. So there's a lot out there, a lot sitting on people's counters in their kitchen. So I would encourage you to open it up, uh, do the research on the candidates, and, and get those turned back into the supervisor of elections office. And Kyle, what can uh, people that are, you know, that are citizens of Apopka that are listening to this, how could they help support you? Because there is still a little bit of time. There's still about uh, two, two, two weeks and, uh, you know, go down to the, the wire. But I mean, do you have, uh, you know, yard signs? You have buttons? I mean, do you have ways that people can show you your support? Sure. Yeah, we have yard signs. We have buttons. We have the ability to sign wave on street corners. Um, you name it. I would encourage them to go to KyleForApopka.com. Uh, which is my website. And on that website, there's a contact us form, and you can kind of indicate what your preference is in terms of how to help. Uh, But what I say at this stage is word of mouth is my best friend. Um, You know, people, if they buy into what I'm trying to do for our city and live up to our potential, it's tell tell your voter friends. Um, Get them encouraged to go out and do their civic duty and vote. Uh, And that's the most important. 
Um, but yeah, we, we certainly have some activities planned over the next two weeks as we lead up to March 8th, but encourage them to visit my website again, kyleforapopka.com. And then Becker for Mayor is my Facebook page. So at Becker for Mayor um, on my Facebook. And, you know, we wanted to mention that, you know, you're a member of the Apopka First United Methodist Church. And one question is, I always think, you know, especially in this country, but especially in the local level, you should have freedom of religion and freedom from religion. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as mayor, you want to en- encourage, you know, people to celebrate their faith or not. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I... I'm a very faith-based individual, um, but I know that not everybody is. And so when I, my job as the strong mayor of our government is to look at any piece of business that's brought before based off the facts at hand um, and, you know, and look at it from that lens. But, you know, my faith teaches me to, uh, you know, treat others as I want to be treated. And that's my, that's my goal in life. Okay, so no more blue laws. <laughs> no, well, it's funny you mention that because I was part of the, um, uh, it was under our council leadership that we changed the alcohol ordinances back in, I think it was 2017 or 2018. <laughs> yeah. Because, cause in fact, before that, you wouldn't have had the ability to have a three-odd guys brewing in downtown Apopka because our laws were so restrictive that you couldn't open an establishment like that until we made those ordinance changes. So, you know, something like that, those are the types of, things that you constantly have to look at and make sure that they're up to date so you can have the most vibrant city possible. So things like, you know, craft breweries, restaurants, I mean, though, I mean, all sorts of businesses, but those are the businesses that, that, that really probably the residents would appreciate more. Well, these are the things in, you know, you can have a stance on whether, you know, the alcohol establishments, you appreciate those or not. But what they do is they create critical mass um, concepts. I mean, people want to go down and congregate at these places. In fact, at Three Odd Guys, we went down there a few weeks back, and there was probably more kids at that location than there were adults, because Three Odd Guys has a pizza place in it. Um, It's a nice place to just kind of hang out and have fun. Um, And the more that you do that, the more vibrant your city is going to be. Oh, so so that's that's the key, you know, to find those type of uh, businesses. And, you know, it's all about, I think, in conclusion is to make everyone, you know, feel welcome then. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you have to have that welcoming. I mean, the whole downtown corridor, the whole intent is to have that welcoming area where people congregate and just spend their day uh, versus going to one particular location, spending, you know, an hour of your time and then leaving. You just want to have kind of that accidental traffic downtown. Okay. And uh, so, uh, Kyle, if people would like to get more information about you, can you tell us about your, your website? Are you on social media, too? Or? Yeah, yeah. So, again, my website is kyleforapopka.com. Um, I'm also on Facebook, and that you can search on at Becker for Mayor is my Facebook page. Um, and then if anybody needs to email me directly, you can email me at beckerformayor at gmail.com. Great. And we also want to uh, mention that you are Eagle Scout, and uh, that, that's pretty cool. And I know that in Apopka that the Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts, and now you've got uh, Boy Scouts, but girls are, are in, in there. So, yep. I mean, that that's great. So, I mean, as mayor, you want to encourage these these young kids to, to go down the right path, and that's it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, people, like I said this morning, I met with someone around youth activities, and, you know, the Scouts obviously provides a youth outlet for, for our youth. And the city of Apopka has been blessed in terms of the outcomes of 
the scouts' activities and their volunteer work. You know, they do their Eagle Scout projects, and we actually most recently had the first girl Eagle Scout, and her project was there at the cemetery installing new flagpost around the uh, uh, memorial there in, in the cemetery for our veterans. So it's, you know, they do a lot for our community. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's, you know, Scouts was a big part of my life. Um, I grew up in a single-parent household, and my mom raised my sister and I uh, as a single parent, and, you know, having... Uh, the outlet of scouts and having that leadership, um, you know, r- really meant a lot to me. And I'm so glad that I stayed the course and, and got the rank of Eagle. And there's a nice picture of, uh, you know, your your family. We know how it works in politics. Yeah. You always got to put a, a picture. But I think you're also definitely sincere. But how does your family feel about you running for mayor? Yeah, and it's, you know, I wouldn't do anything in life without talking about it with my wife um we're a we're a great team she and i you know really in a role like this it's all about time management because of course we've got three girls all school-aged and they have activities and we never want to have them sacrifice anything that they want to do based off of what my you know what i'm doing in our jobs um so we've got great time management all three of my girls do some level of activity whether it be tennis flag football dance um you name it uh, but I have their full support. Um, my daughters are very excited to be part of the process because it's a learning process for them, too. Um, so, But we, we're fully invested, and uh, everybody's excited about it. Okay, great. Uh, well, Kyle, we appreciate your time. And before we go, I hope we cover just about any, everything, but I want to give you a few minutes. To, if anything I, I didn't cover or anything you you want to, this is, you know, your your, your chance. Uh, anything else? Yeah. No, I'm, no, again, thanks, Mike, for the time, uh, the invitation to come and talk to your uh, your listeners. And, you know, during campaigns, sometimes you focus on some of the issues in a negative manner. Um, but uh, the city of Apopka has great bones, has great people. I just want to use my leadership to augment that and to make it live up to its full potential. Um, we've already got a lot of the great things going. And sometimes you don't focus on some of those things when you're campaigning to try and get the job. But it's really about making the best city and l- possible for our residents. Um, you know, I talked about it at the beginning, you know, my thing is make Apopka a destination for our residents first. And I, and I, I hope to achieve that during my time as, as the next mayor. And I would appreciate their vote. Okay, uh, Kyle, that sounds great. And if you could give your website one final time. Yep, it's kyleforapopka.com. And uh, the election, again, is Tuesday, March 8th. And the polls are open from when? 7 to 7. And uh, how, how does a resident check uh, if they know where their polling place is? Yeah, so if you go to ocfelections.com, they should have all of the precinct uh, polling information, hours of, hours of voting, all that good stuff. Um, so use the resource. Okay, my guest has been Kyle Becker, who is running for Apopka mayor of the city of Apopka. He is also the commissioner uh, for uh, seat four. The election is coming Tuesday, uh, March 8th. And uh, again, my guest, Kyle Becker for Apopka mayor. And you are, have been listening to uh, the Central Florida Buzz with Mike uh, Kara here at uh, Front Row Sports Bar and Grill, 146 North Clark Road in beautiful Ocoee, Florida. And please catch us again next time.
You've been listening to the Central Florida Buzz with Mike Kara, the podcast for Central Floridians who want to be in the know what's happening in Orange Lake, Osceola, and Seminole counties. Sponsored by the Central Florida Home Brewers, the premier craft and homebrew club. Learn to brew beer, kombucha, mead, and make wine by visiting www.cfhb.org. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you back here next week.